It's Fight Night Friday in the basement with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley Scale Modeling. We're going to duke it out in the basement. Look, I already got my Zacto knife. I got my beer bottle. I'm ready to go on a stabbing mission. I'll break it. I'll break it. You know, you know your workbench. Your workbench is is definitely a, a arsenal of self defense weapons. If you ever it needed is. it, <laughs> somebody ever comes in here and tries to start up trouble or take or or you know. Get yeah, I mean, like, okay, wild. all right. Let's just okay. I haven't touched. I haven't touched anything. What do I have near me? First five things I could grab for a self defense weapon. You ready? I got this. Long slide out box cutter. <laughs> I got a Zacto knife, which eh. I mean, I could I could get well many slices. I got yep. oh well, I can't reach it because it's over here. But I have that big K bar knife in the beams. Yep. Um. That would always. Work. Oh, this would be. Oh man, imagine hitting someone with this in the middle of the night when you were hiding. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just donk, just donk them on the oh, forehead. Yeah, you, one of those wire brushes. You hit someone wire or a file card, man. You just smash someone in the face with a file card. Pew. Oh my god, that'd be <laughs> awful. That'd be absolutely awful. It's like a, it's like a cactus. Oh yeah. You get all those oh, little yeah. steel. What else do I got down here? Oh, I got a lamp, a table lamp. Yeah. My microphone boom arm. Oh my god. My stool. Well, hey, only monkeys throw their stools. Well, and then I could. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> and then I got this. I got these forceps here, so that way I could stop the bleeding. I could just pinch an artery off and save the oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. See, I got some too, man. I got some <laughs> things. What would I grab? I would grab this. My all. Oh. oh my god! Yeah, I have it all. You know, you stick that. Oh my gosh, we can't even get that. We can't get graphic like that. No. I have no. an awl. It's like a four inch long awl. It used to be my grandfather's. <laughs> and you can put it like in between your middle finger and your third finger and just kind of hold it in a fist and just stick. Jeez. Okay, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting a little dark over here. If I had to defend myself quickly, though, I would want to make sure I take the, per- the, the perpetrator down. So, I would reach up here and grab this light fixture right off the ceiling. It's just some chains on a little hook. And I'd rip it right off and I'd swing that thing like a baseball bat. Oh. Can you imagine hit with a freaking metal light fixture? A fluorescent uh, light like fixture? A fluorescent light fixture? Oh, yeah. It'll be glass going all over the place and everything. I also have so this. That's, you need to go with something big to get the knockdown. Yeah. And then after that, then you can pull the little stuff out. Yeah, like my know? big brass lamp or whatever. Right, right. So, okay, and then I got this chapstick. So if he's got chap lips when he's done, I can his lips. Make sure he oh, don't have yeah. chap lips. And then there's this. There's do you have a fi- Do you have a file bench? card? The file card. Oh yeah. Once they're down, you lift their shirt up, and you take the file card and you give them a belly rub. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting like itchy All thinking right. about that. Do you have a bench? Do you have a bench chapstick in case your lips get chapped while you're working? I do not. Yeah, I, I do. do. I'm gonna do put it on now. Watch, well? watch YouTube. Wow, do you have lipstick too? <laughs> I'm ready to for my podcast, Daddy. 
All right. <laughs> All right. Let's so, jump into one. Chris and I had the videos go for the first time, and we, last week we did a video. Well, I have we to had, upload uh, that one yet. Well, it doesn't matter. It, it, it was whatever. But my thing is, we had the we had the video going. And I kind of liked it because we we're going to do it now with me and Brett because now we can actually see each other and laugh, and I can see him laughing. We can see each other's faces. We're not really going to put the videos up, you know, but. But it helps us. So, so now uh, I kind of like that. It's a new concept. For yeah. Us. But it's neat, I didn't y'all. really want to see that. G put it on your chapstick. Well, but, now you uh, have, okay. and you can't unsee it. <laughs> That's true. I, I mean, I put it on that. a little bit more obnoxiously than I normally would put it on. True. I oh. wouldn't. I wouldn't emphasize the chapstick slathering motion quite as much if it was just me by myself. Some things going on. Oh, I got some. Uh, Well, my I'm, email here. I'm right? going to turn off my background because it's annoying me. I got a thing from, uh, 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 I guess this will be for our um, bullhorn announcements. But um, I want to make an announcement that uh, Ipscale, uh, I'm sorry, Ipswitch. Ipswitch Hobbies. Um, Models. Yes, they have released their first O-Scale kit, and it's, um, I would mention that. Uh, as far as this, the, the actual kit itself, um, I have not seen it, but make sure you go there and check it out at Ipswich Hobbies. And, uh, Is it Ipswich Hobbies? I guess, IpswichHobbies.com. I don't think you're going to be allowed to write, read these reviews anymore. <laughs> well, not reviews, but bullhorn announcements. Sorry about that, Jack. Um, let me let me go. Let me get you the exact address. Correct your mistakes now, please. I am. Damn it. Hey, I bought a mouse. Oh yeah. On Amazon Prime. Did you? Yeah, for making it easier for me down here. Oh, I have a mouse here as well. Huh. Why won't my browser load? But uh, anyhow, I'm gonna have so to I pull have out a, the other laptop. I'm trying to get, get the page here. I'm having all sorts prepared. of technical problems tonight. We are, we are. Uh, oh, they, oh, guys! By the way, this is episode 152. <laughs> we never did say that, did we? <laughs> so welcome. Um, make yourself at home. I'm just Take off your out. shoes, though, because I don't want my carpet getting nasty. Just put new carpet down. <laughs> All right, there we go. Oh, boy. It is... Ipswich Hobbies. It's I-P-S-W-I-C-H. H O B B I E S dot com. So All right. Ip switch co- hobbies. I'll put a link I-P-S-W-I-C-H in the description. W I C H hobbies dot com. And his new kit is um, looking for it. Everybody's on pins and needles now. We are waiting with anticipation. Guessing it is Rockport Freight House. I'm guessing. 
Um, he never said in his email what the, what the new kit was. He just says he has a new O-scale kit. So we'll see. And yeah. That's hmm. it. Ipswich yeah. Hobbies. Yeah, go check it out. He's All got right. O-scales. So, Alright, we, we done did it. Okay, now I do know this one. I just saw it today. Um, that is. Geez, this is exhilarating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Doing, <laughs> we're not doing. We're not doing too good with uh with the bullhorn, huh? No. Foggy Mountain models. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, he has a real neat new mill structure out. You need to go check that out. I saw it. Uh, it fits on the side of the hillside. It's really, really, really cool. Um, go check that out. It's a, it's a big kit, and uh, it's one of the biggest kits I've seen him put out. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's a cool one. That's nice. Cool one. So that's uh, yeah, um, like I said, Foggy Mountain Models. So go go to his website, check out his thing. That is uh, FoggyMountainModels.com. Cool. Okay, and uh, Jack, uh, good luck with your new O scale model, um, and you know, and hopefully we'll uh, people get in there and check it out. Everybody's always talking about O scale stuff. Jack's got some really cool looking structures. Go check them out. That's Ipswich. I P S W I C H. <laughs> I love when you read like bullhorn reads saying it now go ahead no it's just it's just fun to listen to you read them so anyways what's new in the modeling world what's new had a lot of fun last week with the the halloween thing oh all of our four contestants for the halloween costume uh, costume party (laughs) i'm sorry what was there something i was not informed of (laughs) (laughs) please tell me you dressed up last week did you contest with the uh, Halloween themed modeling, uh, either you know structures or diorama, and uh, we had Matt Hankins and Dave Cruzwick. Let me uh, drag it up here. I had the post, and it'd be better if I just read the damn post because honestly, um, I, as Brett said, I don't do well with. Uh, we're gonna this. have to, yeah, we're gonna work with you here. I, I need help here. <laughs> <laughs> model diorama contest uh, was um, sponsored by us and Monster City Studios, and uh, they gave the prizes. Um, we came to a ghoulish close last night, uh, no, Saturday night, I'm sorry, at midnight, and we had four absolutely stunning dioramas uh, that would make your skin crawl. That's what I wrote. Ooh. Um, yeah. So we had uh, James. Uh, the, the judges were James Powell, Jason, James A. Powell. Uh, Jason Jensen, myself, and Brett, and we talked about that last week on our show. And we had a hard time. We couldn't pick between the, the four that we had. We had four. And, you know, if there was one that stood out amongst all the others, it would have been easy for us to pick. Even two of the four would have been easy for us to pick and give just give prizes to. But the problem wasn't. was they were all kick-ass. They were amazing. So, so Greg Baker did that awesome small diorama, which, by the way, like yeah, he does all of those micro dioramas, um, and they're incredible. Um, yeah. I think he's got an Etsy store. He does. Yeah. Well, 
that's just absolutely beautiful. So we walked down. It was a hillside graveyard. You go, you go to our our Facebook page and look it up. You'll see all the photos. I put them all together in one post, and it was pretty cool. Um, Matt Gidley uh, has Grimm's funeral home, and it was, I guess, this really dark looking swampy land. It had he had it lit, had fog. And a graveyard with in front of this old creepy uh, funeral home that kind of resembled the Adams family house, and uh, I just thought that was really really cool. He had the coloring down with the lights and everything. It was just real sweet. Um, and then of course uh, the pumpkin shack was done by Matt Hankins. It's completely original. Has um, has just this this pumpkin shaped building. It's a building uh, and, and a pumpkin. Yeah, it looked it like was, something out of a fairy tale. It did. It looked like something off of a, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, well, whatever. Like um, like a fairy tale. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like something that. whimsical off of like a almost like, yeah, like tra- Wonderland. Almost. It could have belonged like, in like Halloween themed. Yeah, Wonderland. it could have belonged in like um the yeah. the Nightmare Before Christmas movie or something. Right, right. Or yeah, like all a- these, could. all these could actually. Dave Kruzix was a little creepy because he put our names on a cemetery. Uh, but it was classic. Oh, no, it was awesome, yeah. It has a crypt. It says Wiley's across the top, and then each door on the front of the crypt, one says T and the other one says B, and then there's graveyard in front of it. And he did really great with his his, uh, his landscaping, and he put it behind a diner called the Route us 666 diner and it, it's just really cool it has a big old skull and it has these figures like the grim reaper and uh dracula and everybody else standing around outside the diner it is it's it was just really all of them were excellent you got to go check out the photos i'm glad each one of them is a winner each one of them will get um the monster city studios uh brick monster kit uh in their scale and um, we will send them to you uh, as soon as I get everybody's addresses. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. Th- great jobs, so guys. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, was really good. The contest was a was a hit, it, it, and it was it was definitely top notch quali- quality build. I mean, it was really awesome. I encourage anybody to go see it. But yep. So, what else we got, man? Oh man, well, we got a lot. Uh, most important, most importantly, my 3D uh, printer or our 3D printer. Basically, your 3D printer because you're the one that's going to be doing all the work on it, dude. I'm obsessed with it already. I know, I can tell. Uh, so I went on Thingiverse and I got a. Thanks, James, for yeah. uh, talking it's to actually, this monster. It's actually not that. I mean, so I came from the like the CAD and design world. Pre- like that's what I went to school for. I'm not gonna say I'm an expert at it because I've been out for what 13 years now and I've not done that. It's not what I went to school for. But I mean, it's what I went to school for. I haven't done it since I got out of school. Right. But the um, you know, the idea of designing in those things and 3D modeling is is something that I went to school for. Yeah. So right, exactly. I'm I'm picking it up rather quickly. Um, I need to figure out, you know, the contour lines and, and positioning my prints, really. That's it. Fortunately, like I, I've told you guys before on the show, I have a um, resource at work to help me. We've got a couple people down in, in our dental lab that are uh, just outstanding with 
with working with those different types of 3D printers. So I'm I'm tapping into them. Um, You've been asking them questions and stuff. Yeah, and I, I took in what I worked on today, the uh, last night. Yeah, how do you like that? Oh, they thought it was awesome. They, and he get in, and a couple people also pointed out the same thing online. Um, but you know, he's like, oh well, you know, if you position this print this way next time, their contour lines uh, right. won't be as drastic. And I didn't really even, dude, I didn't care. I was just so proud. I printed the car, and it turned out good for first shot. That was and, awesome. And and he, you know, um. What kind of car was that again? It was a 1940, I think. Let me look real quick. And I was, after you told me about how to find it. It's a 1941 Cadillac Series 61 Touring Sedan. Yeah. Um, and all I did, so the print doesn't, obviously, on Thingiverse, or many of these sites, they don't come. What year was it again? 1941 oh, Cadillac yeah. Series 61 Touring Sedan. Yeah. Yeah. Um so perfect time for us. It would be a newer yeah. it would be a newer car on our layout. Right. Um in our city. But um you know, we can have some new <laughs> we're allowed to have some new cars too. Um Right, right. But you know, positioning but I the found per- when you showed me the website to go find the thing. Dude, it's addicting. I was on there this afternoon. And I kept going through and I'm like, "Oh my god, I I kept sending you links." To this one, try this one. We gotta try this one. We gotta try that one. <laughs> and uh, there's a bunch of them out there. You know, there's it's it's limited. There's only so many. But well, but it's limited. But other websites also have them. Oh, okay. Like you can get off. There's other free ones from just other than the one I sent you. Oh, okay. Um, where there's and there's a lot of communities on Reddit and a few other places where and even on Facebook, I found a few 3D printing communities that they share um, yeah. files for for free. Wow. Nice. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll start poking around, and and uh, I, you know, I'm just. But it's cool. It's like it looks like a little Sylvan car. You know, it's, it, yeah, the Sylvans are they're 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 hollow inside. Uh, this one here has you know this is pr- printed all the way you know through. I mean, it doesn't it's not hollow, but um, I thought it turned out awesome. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. So, uh, and 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 the thing was, you know, when you break down and do the math of it, obviously the mm-hmm. printer cost us a little bit. When that wasn't that much, it was one hundred and sixty nine dollars. Um, printer, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And the resin, depending on what type of resin, I, mean, I know there's better and worse resins, and yada yada, and whatever. Everyone's right. got their opinions. I've already learned it's a very. Hang on. I heard it. Oh, it's a fan on my computer. Oh, okay. Anyways, it's the, listen. The three D printing world is just as caustic as the model building world. <laughs> where <laughs> if you get on there and you ask about a certain thing, of course you're going to get half the people that just light you on fire um, because yeah. you asked about. Oh, why would you use that brand? Well, I would never use that brand. But yeah. you know, but then there's a lot of other people who point you in the right direction. And I found some resins. That are, um, you know, other types of resins we can use. Uh, I learned some. Now this takes a liquid resin. Yeah, I learned some right. curing tips uh, on these forums. So I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found uh, a couple cheaper UV curing lights that we can get, like right. on the cheap. Uh, in fact, the so one. Let me get this right because I don't know the process completely. Let me just. Yeah, I... ask questions. You're right. I'm not an expert, but I'll tell you what I learned last night. Okay, well, this is what I... okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this. It's a liquid resin, 
and I guess as it pours out into the what shape it's going no. to, a, a UV no. light hits it and cures it, it. It doesn't pour out. Well, how's what's how's it build like that? So there's a there's a tray, mm-hmm. and you pour the liquid resin into the tray, uh, and you right. fill it to about the fill line. Right. Or depending on if it's a bigger print, you might need to go back and pause your print and add some more. Mm-hmm. But from what I learned, you know, I only did, I've only been in this for 24 hours now, um, and there's way more people. Listen, we're gonna don't send me emails. I know I'm gonna do something wrong, unless you're sending me an email or a message on Facebook to help me. Yeah. Don't say, well, well, you're doing it all wrong. I know. If you're going to just send me an inflammatory email like that, just tell me what I need to do to do it right. right. But anyways, anyways, all right. Poured my resin in the tray. And then under the tray, there's a there's a, a, a panel. I'm going to get all the words wrong until I learn all the terminology. There's a um, a screen, and basically a LCD screen. Mm-hmm. But it's got UV. It's it, I, don't, I don't know if it's UV or whatever it is, but it's it's a light, a light up screen underneath. Mm-hmm. And then there's a tray that drops down, a printing tray that drops down into the resin. Okay. So imagine my zoom screen or my yeah. my escape screen. My fingers dip below the screen where you can see. Now it's in yeah. the resin, and on that plate, it flashes an image, and it cures that, or not cures it, but it hardens that resin to the tray. Right. One layer at a time, then it comes up and back down, and then up and back down, and oh. it slices that 3D image over and over and over and over again, da- hundreds of times. And oh. every time that that tray flashes, I'm guessing a UV curing light underneath, it pulls yeah. up and then back down, and then back up and then back down. So it's curing oh. it one level at a time. Oh wow! Or not curing it, but it's 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 hardening that resin one layer at a time. You have to cure it. Obviously, afterwards, it's kind of sticky right. and slimy. Um, I gotta come watch to see how it's done. Well, it's gonna take a while. It. <laughs> it don't. Can it, you see it working or no? It's not. It's kind of anticlimactic until it pulls out of the tray. Okay. <laughs> if you're doing a taller, so my the car I did, Dad, was only you know three quarters yeah, of an inches high. Car. It's eight so car. W- even when it's done printing, it's only you, at the end you can't really. It's still kind of in the tray. So right. when it's done, it rises up out of the tray, and you see it. Now, if we're going to do a taller print, then you'll see it, you know, going back in and out. You'll see it emerge from the the resin okay. tray. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, it was exciting to pull the cars out. And a car, the car I printed only took about an hour, yeah. um, and I printed it on the highest like quality setting that I could. Yeah. And it only took an hour. So tonight, wow. I loaded two on one. Two cars? Yeah. Wow. The Ford V8 Deluxe station wagon that you sent, the 1938 yeah. wood panel yeah, like station panel, wagon. Wood panel, woody thing? Yeah. yeah, so I laid it out where I could print two on the tray. Okay. And then only two of them, an hour and 14 minutes, it said, hour and 14 minutes. Now, yet yeah. last night when I printed that car, it was about 15 minutes faster than what it estimated on the screen. Right. So if, if I can get two vehicles in an hour and 15 minutes, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it only costs if you divide out the materials. If you exclude the cost of the printer, and right. you divide out the materials for the resin, I mean mm-hmm. these cars are going to cost us less than a buck a piece. Once I nail them down, yeah. hell, the one I did last night, even though it's got some contour lines, if we do some very light work with it, Sanding. you won't be able to tell. And acryl- yeah, if I use an if I use an acrylic paint or something, too, yeah. uh, you know the layers are so 
thin and so almost smooth to the touch when you run your fingernail over it that right. um, you know a little bit of touch up work and some paint you won't even see those lines right, right. but you know I'm trying a, a different layout this time so hopefully my my contour lines are less mm-hmm. um, but damn if we can do some if we can do vehicles under a dollar a piece holy shit yeah. Yeah, that's why I look at it. I mean, you said we'll probably out of a one bottle of resin, uh, one li- one liter bottle of resin, we're gonna get thirty or more. I'd say like two dozen. All right, two dozen vehicles out of it. Okay, it's, it's a little more and, than a liter. And let's say if I would buy two dozen vehicles and kits and build them, I'd be talking two hundred bucks, two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. I'm going and I'm Instead going on the and I'm going on the low end. If each kit was on the low end, ten bucks a piece. Yeah. And they're more than ten bucks, right? But uh, so you know, because by the time order. by the time you order them and you pay for shipping, it's more than ten dollars a car kit, no matter you know, for most places. So, so if I get two dozen and for I fifteen dollars, so they're less than a dollar, and they're nice looking. I mean, I'm gonna you have to paint them either way. Yeah, and uh, and I'm gonna be able to populate. Finally, because this is what, one of my pet peeves of this hobby, I'm gonna, we're going to be able to finally populate our layout with vehicles. Yeah. All kinds. There's trucks, too. You know? I mean, and, so, and the other thing that's cool is, um, you know, there's other models available online. So yeah. we, we can, we, and, and I also have access to a 3D scanner. Right. So, um if we can find like accurate, larger scale, better, you know, you go to toy store, not matchbox cars, but they got the larger ones mm-hmm. of like antique vehicles or something. If we can find old, like larger models, uh, up to a foot yeah. square, I can scan them and then we can print more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you oh, know, yeah. the, you know, the larger die cast cars, like the big ones, they're yeah. like not Tonka size, but they're like big. Oh, yeah, the, the if, small one. Yeah, if, if, yeah. If you're at like a if you're at like a a yard sale and you find some antique looking like old old 1920s diecast cars, big ones. Yeah. We I have access to a 3D scanner. We can uh, scan them in to an STL file cool. and print them. I'll look next time your mom drags me one of those freaking flea markets or something like that. Plus, there's a plus there's a. There's at least a hundred thousand people on the internet that would probably help us, right? Even if I got to throw oh, them, yeah. a, even if I got to throw them a couple bones to design me a file for a couple bucks. Yeah. Well, shit. If I right. if I can print that car or truck ten times and I paid mm-hmm. twenty five thirty bucks for someone to give me a file, then I'm happy with that. Right. Exactly. Still cheaper than the yeah, awesome. buying. It's still cheaper than buying ten of that truck. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so not, uh, and not just and trucks, it's not just vehicles. We can do all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, I was looking up on some of these websites. I found some um, some rowboats. I found a couple nautical things. I found some buoys, um, like obviously barrels, all that kind of crap. I saw an anchor. Anchors. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, there's. I found street lamps for. There's a guy okay. that was doing um, larger street dioramas. It looked like he did a lot of military, like World War II modeling. Right. But he had those. Scale. He had what's that? At one thirty fifth scale. Yeah, but I mean, I can scale yeah. them down, and yeah. 
and he was he had street lamps and those old like cast iron street lamps and uh not gas lamps but you know what i'm talking about right 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 um and he had like we don't need i mean he had fire hydrant he had a bunch of stuff um old building like things that go inside of buildings like meters and and conduit and stuff like that we can print all that crap sure so the possibilities are endless plus if it's basic stuff like electrical boxes on side the buildings i can crank those out in my 3d modeling software um pretty quick yeah i mean i think that'd be great now now, the question I have for for you is, when you, after we cast them, do we have to wash them? Some resin things you have to wash like a, you have to wash like a resin, uh, some resin things you have to wash. Yeah, so I, I rinsed it off in water. Um, okay. I know that some things have a release mold for resin. There's no release. Mold. There's no release. There's no mold. Right. Yeah. So, um, I found, here's a tutorial I was working with, and I, you know, I wore my gloves, it kind of, it didn't yeah. stink in my house, though, but I rinsed off the right. part, I did rinse it off in, um, like, just in my sink, <laughs> right. with, yeah. in, like, a tub, uh, I rinsed it under the faucet and then dunked it in a, in a like, a Tupperware right. container over and over again. And then uh, it didn't have anything to clean up, like, like support-wise, because I, I, the way, I mean, the, the bottoms of the cars are flat, so that was where it, it just printed flat on the bottom. You didn't do any trimming or cutting. No, painting, no, right? no, because I didn't, the way I set okay. my car, I, the car printed upside down, so the flat part of the car was on the tray. Yeah. Um, okay. And then it does need cured, but I, um, I just used the sun today. Yeah, I saw a um, a tutorial on YouTube. If you don't have a curing station or a curing box or whatever UV lights, that you can just set it like in a tub of water on a windowsill or just on a windowsill. Uh, so on my windowsill in my mm-hmm. kitchen, I just set the the parts I printed the other night or last night, and uh, yeah, and now they're they're not sticky or like there's like a sticky layer when you first pull them out and wash them. Right. But now I set it in the sun for a couple hours, well, all day. It's just set in the sun. And, um, I mean, I don't have UV filters on my light, on my lights. I mean, on my windows. And, uh, it had like a nice, even cured, cured. It was no sticky stuff left over. Okay. I mean, that's a slower curing process I had all day, but, um, so is it really expensive for a UV light? No, I was asking process? the guy I work with, um, and he pointed me at some things on, even on Amazon, you can get some cheap, you know, under $30 curing lights. Well, um, we do it. It's just UV. So yeah. I'll work. I mean, I'll get one, but you know, yeah. it, it, it was a pretty yeah, simple process. Right and now. here's the thing. I'm not printing them and I don't need them right now. This instant, I'm not printing right. like. Uh, if I'm printing a model car, I'm not like, I don't need it this, this hour. So if I got to wait, if I got to wait a few minutes or a couple hours for something to cure and got to be patient, that's fine. Um, especially once I start doing multiples and I have a little queue of cars to print, obviously I'm going to have, or not even cars, just detail parts and stuff to print. I'm fine. I don't need a lot of 
I can wait. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's so now, that's really it. So we we'll be able to print like barrels and I don't all need kinds of although we don't need barrels. I know we don't need barrels. I'm no, but saying, I was thinking I was thinking it would be nice to try and print some um you know, retaining walls. Yeah, I, I found a couple patterns on one of the websites of um, some block and st- and stone walls that look like the foundation walls that we cast in those molds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try and print a couple of those in sections because uh, I can print up to a three and a half inch wide by a almost five inch long section, and then right. height wise, I can go up to about six or seven inches. Oh, that's cool. I think. I haven't gone that high yet. Yep. Okay. But yeah. Now, so, do you... what? Yeah. No, I mean on on the um on the uh the printing part of it, um what so when you pull it out of the tray You don't it's you stuck to a printing tray. With it. It's stuck to the printing so tray. So when you yeah, I, I unhook my printing tray or I unscrew my printing chain and pull it off, and you turn it upside down, and there's like a, a spatula. You got to pop them off the the tray. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see how you. I see what you're saying. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, and then see. you cure. Then you I'm, wash I'm them. I'm excited about it. Then you wash them and cure them. Believe me, when you said the other day, when you said earlier in the podcast, you want to watch them print. Uh, well. You'd be sitting yeah, there. It's not like a laser cutter, right? <laughs> you'd be yeah, sitting there for a long. You'd be sitting there for a while to not see much. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but you now, know the, the ones that the ones that use the the resin that comes on a spool. Um, it's like uh, extruding. Yeah. Now those you can watch, can't you? Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they. I'm sure they are. I don't know much about them. I've never. Yeah. I'm only 24 okay, hours yeah. deep in the one I got. Jeez. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, that's. that's <laughs> cool. I, they, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's more visual than what the one we have is, but um, right. You know, that's what we that's got. Cool. Nice. So yeah, but I'm and, about it. Uh, yeah, and some of the YouTube videos and stuff were talking about how it stinks and this and that. There really yeah. wasn't any odor. Um, yeah, I did do it. I did do it in a in my kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> there was no <laughs> there was no odor. Uh, I even walked yeah. outside for a little while, came back in. The house didn't have any odor, nothing. Right. Um, you have to have a certain temperature to do it in, or it said it room temperature. Matter? Yeah, okay, well, so not down your basement in the middle of February. Yeah, no. Well, no, I, I, I think you could, you know, I don't know I don't know how about printing. I, I won't print down here in the winter. Yeah. I'll probably just do it upstairs. Now, I did see there's a couple of things you can do if you do have some smells um, where you can kind of make shift. There's a vent off the back, and it just is, it's just a computer fan uh, right. that vents out the back. And there was a guy on YouTube that showed a tutorial on how to make a vent, basically, that you could, like, poke out of a window. Yeah. And then that fan would blow it straight out your window or wherever, outside. Uh, so right. if I, you know, if I'm printing inside and I get some odor or whatever, I could. But my wife, who's more sensitive to that kind of stuff than I am, didn't even notice a smell or anything. And, um, okay. yeah, I... I I didn't notice any issue. And I know we were on the patron call or the patron Zoom the other night um, on Sunday night. And uh, people were talking about using a soy-based, I think it was a soy-based print resin. Okay. And it has an even lower odor. So I might give that a shot 
if you know if yeah. I run into problems, but I haven't had a problem yet. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. But yeah, so now nice. I'm printing now I'm printing those two trucks. Uh I want to do something other than a truck next, so I might do like um I might do like a uh something for my kids. Yeah. I don't know. My daughter was my daughter was like you should print us a toy. And I'm like, well, I don't know what kind of toy. So I, I found some like block puzzles on uh, the one yeah. print site. So I might do a fun like block puzzle. That's cool. But yeah, I mean, hell, if we can print like street lamps and telephone poles and shit like that. Yeah. And, and vehicle, everything we need like that, man, do this. It'll yeah. pay for itself in no time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. That's cool. But even like tanks. Cool. Uh, I saw like water tanks and oil yeah. tanks and things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it, pretty much, yeah. literally anything you can think of now, we're gonna give it a shot. Yeah. So. So. Nice. Well, that was my exciting purchase. Um, yeah. Thanks. I didn't have an exciting purchase. Thanks well, to James. I did, you did. You did. Do you want to talk I about did. it? Yeah, I have ordered and uh, from C. C- Oh my goodness! From uh, Seaport Model Works, <laughs> I ordered a lighthouse uh, from Seaport Model Works. Let me pull it up and um, got it right here. So, but um, yeah, I was thinking about it. We have a we have one lighthouse down at the one in, in the main, in the old original harbor. Yeah. Okay. We don't have a lighthouse in the in the new section you're doing. Well, we kind of do, but you and I were looking, and there was a, some bigger lighthouses, and I thought, you know what, that'll be kind of neat to make a, a a more unique looking, bigger lighthouse down at the one end, and then use that little lighthouse in the middle somewhere or wherever we want to put that one. Right. But, um, yeah. So I let me get to pull it up here. Uh, categories. Um, I went to Seaport Model Works because I love his stuff. He's got some really cool boats and structures, and it's if you're looking for stuff that's made for you know the aquatic and the, and the you know marine uh, kind of line with boats and and you know waterside structures and things like that, this is this guy's got the stuff, and, um, and he's a good guy. Bruce Nickerson runs it, so I called Bruce on the phone. I placed the order, and then I called him. And I'm trying to find a, of course, I'm, there we go, lighthouses. <laughs> and um, and I talked to him, and I ordered this lighthouse. It's called um, the Miss Billion Lighthouse Kit. It's not expensive. It's like $89.95. Um, but it's got a really unique look to it. It looks like a, almost like a country house. And then it's got this square um, light. You know, the lighthouse itself goes up from it. It's square. It's got some, um, you know, singled, singled walls around it. And it's got uh, just a really cool uh, upper tower part where the light is and a rail around it. And it, you just got to go and check it out. It's it's a really neat lighthouse. And I have not seen anything quite like it. Uh-huh. And it's actually based on an actual lighthouse, which is cool. So it's a prototype. Like a lot of Bruce's stuff is a prototype on his uh, his boat. Yeah, most like of that. his stuff is. This man does a lot of research on it. In fact, you know, but this uh, this lighthouse itself is uh, located along the Delaware Peninsula, so this is kind of in our region for where we model. 
you know, because we kind of do that whole main Delaware, Maine, uh, not Maine, Delaware and uh, Maryland setting. Right. So this is awesome. It's a, you know, it's because it's Chesapeake Bay region, right? And it was built in 1873, and um, and it was in use until 1929, and it was replaced by a steel tower light. So this is an all wood structure right now, but you know it's really cool that we have this uh, this this kit that I have coming in the mail. So I'm looking forward to that. That was my purchase. And uh, I think it'll be neat to have a lighthouse at either a decent sized lighthouse at either end of our layout. You didn't like my dog bar lighthouse. I like the dog bar lighthouse, and we can put that in the middle. It's already you can't move it though. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll have a smaller lighthouse, and then a bigger lighthouse. So there were many lighthouses near each other in the same vicinity. Yeah. So it's not a light. It's not. Well, and and the dog bar lighthouse. I mean, though it's not. It's though it is a lighthouse. It's just kind of a it just kind of has a red beacon right it's not like the other lighthouse on the upper end which would actually have a larger um yeah i don't know if you'd call it like a directional light up top that would spin yeah you know that's the kind of lighthouse that's on the northern end the southern end the dog bar just has kind of a red flashing beacon so if you paired that with a if you paired that with a larger directional lighthouse that'd be awesome i think it'd be cool so, so yeah, yeah. So that's what we're gonna do on that end, and and I have that, and and a boat, and I have a couple of other boats of his up here that I got to put together. So so they're gonna be projects I'm gonna be doing. I have a tugboat, and I have a lobster boat sitting up here waiting to be built, or his, or or from um, that's and now that we're talking about it, on the 19th, no, oh. uh, we'll be recording with him, and we're gonna have Bruce Nickerson himself of Seaport Models Works on our show. As well. So that's uh, one of the cool things. I was it's, talking to him on the phone. I said, hey, let, hey, let's get you on the show. It's been so quite a while be since we had him on. Yeah, and he's a great guy. When we see him at the shows and things, we always spend a lot of time talking with Bruce at the shows. And uh, last show we went to, he was what? directly across from us, and we joked the whole time. The last time we so. had Bruce on the show was episode 25. Nah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so it's awesome then. It's been be great 127 episodes since we had yeah. him on, and it's time. Yeah, yeah. Um, For I, sure. It'll be 128 by then or something like that. But yeah. cool. I'm well, excited to talk to Bruce. I love having and him on. Bruce He's a is, funny guy. Too. Bruce is hilarious. I love having him on. He's a good and guy. He knows stuff. Yeah, dude. The guy knows his history. It's not like he just picks yeah. a. Not a it's not like he just picks a. A boat or a structure to to do, and then makes it. It's not like he right. just learns, uh, you know, the dimensions and and ins and outs of the architecture of the structure. He also, right. you know, can give you the whole history of that building or that boat that he has a model of. Right. So it's more than just the building. He he really gets into the history of all of his all of his models too. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, we have uh, we have him in, and then I have another guest coming on. We haven't set an exact date, uh, but his name um, is uh, Bernard Helen, and Bernard is uh, from Canada. He has a company that is called uh, Mini Prints, and they do resin printing. Uh, he does resin 
ca- uh, cast printing of you know animals, all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be interesting now. The, it's even more interesting now. Hell yeah! To talk to this guy, um, but his his details of his animal prints and things like that, three D prints, are just absolutely gorgeous and super fine detailed. It's going to be neat to have him on, talk to him on the show. As soon as we set a date on that with him, that'll be fantastic. Um, and uh, we have another guest, too, but I can't announce that until we actually have set that up and confirmed that date. So, um, yeah, so we got some stuff in the mix, and I'm happy about that. But, yeah, got the lighthouse coming. Um, and I think I'm going to order a tank and some other stuff tomorrow. Um, and a diorama to put the tank on, and I'm going to try my scale one thirty fifth scale in military modeling. So that's something I'm. What going tank to did you get? Doing. I didn't get a tank yet. I'm going to order one. And what tank tomorrow. do you want to get? I don't know yet. A World War II tank. I'm doing a World War II scene. Oh, okay. I'm even going to get a couple little figures and some uh, some things to do like broken brick and things like that. And I'm going to order a diorama base. Uh, from Foscale Models, as he he sells a couple there on his website, and I'm going to go try one out, and I'm going to take take uh, test my skills at at doing some military modeling for the first time. So, something new, I want to try. I've been talking about it what for what a year and a half now, and you're uh, going to finally pull the trigger. Yeah, I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm going to do it. The hell, something else. And we got winter coming up, and uh, you know what? The hell? Not like I don't have enough other kits and hobby. Uh, projects to do however yeah and what the hell? do another one all this 3d printing things that we're gonna have to paint but you know still i mean it's uh i, I definitely want to do that so what do you got working on your bench well i'm gonna wrap up the um bachman spectrum kit that i turned into the you know the radio station um right i'm gonna wrap that up i need to find well i don't need to find one now i might be able to make one uh uh, a, yeah. a tower for the top of the building, like a radio tower. Um, uh-huh. So I don't know if I'll be able to print it that tall. I might have to break it into two parts. With a slight, I'll slice yeah. that print into two pieces. But um, you know, I think I can find something like that. And if I look it up now, I bet yeah, I could find something. But um, I'm gonna, I want to wrap that up. Uh, and then next, I think I'm gonna actually bust out the. Um, the massive Carolina Craftsman Kits Wiley's uh, Cruiser Pencil oh, slash me- yeah. the Mega Build from that. So That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's coming. But um, Nice. Yeah, that, that's my uh, – That's I think that's going to be my next one because that one's going to take some time. I'm also going to go back over to the terminal and wrap a couple things up over there on that build um, just because, right. you know, th- there's some things I want to just – um, complete with that. Right. So yeah, get that. I get that. But yeah, I jump around a little too, That's though. Nice. So you got what? Yeah, I just looked up on Thingiverse. There's an HO scale radio tower. Boom. Nice. Found nice. it. I don't know how tall it is. That'd be good. But right. Now you. That's a question I got for you on that. So how do you scale it down, Brett? Well, the printing software that I have that works with our our printer. Um, mm-hmm. I can I I import it and then I find the current height of the build. Yeah, and then I it, say it's I don't know say it's six inches. Yeah, uh, on the plate. Well, then what I'll do is get on Google and look up like 
what's a regular height for a rooftop radio tower. And if I can find some kind of his like measurement that would be accurate to what I need, then I convert the actual height of a radio tower in real life on a rooftop. Like if I can find a couple that were like, oh, it's it's typically 56 feet. I don't know. I'm making something up. Um, yeah. If I find one that was 56 feet somewhere in some historical whatever, then or like for the for instance the vehicles, I looked up that model vehicle and found out the height from the the curb the curb height of that vehicle, uh, and then I converted it over to HO scale size and then converted that into millimeters and then put that into my program that exports it ready for print. Oh, so I just I just do some quick quick calculations on Google. Uh, <laughs> calculator like google's got a calculator yeah. convert millimeters to inches and inches to millimeters how do you convert it to an hf scale well i just sold you so say the say the trucks for instance those the panel trucks i print tonight yeah the 69 and a half inches from the curb height right okay. so then i go over to an ho scale conversion on a website okay. and i type in 69.5 inches in HO scale in real life is okay. – I'm just going to make up numbers, guys. Don't quote me on this – is 0. 0.7885. Right. And then I take 0. 0.7885 and I convert that to millimeters, which – because my printer okay. prints in millimeters um, or millimeter measurements for that program. Uh, and I just enter the millimeter height of that model and then the whole thing shrinks down to what I need it to. Oh, neat. That's so cool. That's really it. So I just got to do some quick calculations, takes two minutes on a Google search, and then I'm good to go. And I found a cool website that has like every model railroad scale, and then you just put in the real-life measurement, which if it's okay if you got it in a one-foot section, you can use your ruler, right? You can use your ruler on a 12-inch scale for your HO scale ruler or or N scale, whatever. But when you're dealing with something that's normally like, you know, six and a half feet tall. Listen, I don't have the mental capacity to do that calculation <laughs> in my head. So I just found a cool website that uh, that does that conversion for us um, instantly. And then I just <laughs> convert it to millimeters, which I need to do for my print program. Yeah. Uh, and then we're good. Cool. So Yeah, I mean, I'm well, I'm still very new in this pro in this whole thing. So yeah, I'm like, I think it's great. I think it's great. if you anyone out there, I know we interviewed Dave Yale and a couple other people, and they've been more experienced on 3D printing than us. So um, please don't discourage me by telling me I'm doing it wrong and just lighting me on fire like some you know we've had some guests do. Or not guests, not guests, listeners. Um, we'll get the anonymous email from someone who just torches us and then uh yeah. then never gives us an answer though they just torture us torch <laughs> us and then like you know yeah. leave us to, out to dry but seriously if you are more experienced in 3d printing than i am i um love the i would love some tips so yeah over the next couple of weeks good. if you're hearing us do things wrong um then send me an email and uh like, hey, I heard you were doing this with this program. Um, just an idea. Yeah. I love using this, and it works awesome. You know what I mean? So, sure. cool. yeah. But, um, anyways, hey, let's get into patron questions. Yeah, let's do that. All righty. 
Alright, let me pull it up. Uh, doo -doo -doo. I can't remember where that link... There it is. Alright. Here we go. Patreon questions. If you guys want to support our show and have access to all this awesome stuff. By the way, we're going to do our drawing for the kits, Craftsman Kits of the Month for our patrons. Um, probably tomorrow night since it's Friday. Okay. And it's the 6th. And the uh, November 6th is always my favorite day to do contest drawings. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> um, then uh, I'll probably do the drawing for the new kits tomorrow night. That's um, the green moon, isn't it? Tomorrow night, the green moon? So, I don't know, something dumb. Um, so, yeah, I will uh, I will probably do the drawing for the next Craftsman kits. Last month, we gave away two of them from Casey's Workshop. This month, I don't know what we're going to give away yet, but every month we give away at least two Craftsman kits to two of our patrons. Uh, we try to open up the show for questions every week some nights some weeks we slip uh we do one zoom a month and we have a couple other fun things we do in there plus our facebook group and um there's a bunch of stuff we, we do for a zoom soon well we just did one on sunday you missed it nobody told me i put it on the facebook group why don't you tell your dad though man call me on the phone hey pop you should be on the facebook on. group interacting you suck. What kind of son are you? All right, let's go through these Patreon <laughs> questions. If you want access to all that good shit and some whatever else, um, <laughs> sorry, I missed it. That's all right. We were all making I fun of you. I could have been there Sunday too. We're all, this Sunday or this time when I do one, I'll just put the camera on my 3D printer and we can all watch it print for two and a half hours. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Uh, so I'll put a. They, we usually do this at the end of the month, though. But anyways, if you want access to all that good stuff, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Brett Wiley and uh, jump in on the fun. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, hey, also, if I have some prints, if I have some prints that we're doing that I'm learning on, I might throw them out to uh, our patrons. Um, oh, okay. Like, hey, PayPal, whatever. Give me, I mean, it costs 50 cents to ship the damn thing. So if I overprint some stuff just to learn, um, if you guys are up for it, I might just put, keep your eyes peeled. I might throw up some like. Maybe we'll do some random drawing. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, listen, I ain't going to give away all my prints. Yeah. But if I, I might throw up, uh, you know, like, hey, here's some, here's a batch of whatevers. Uh, yeah. for, you know, first come, first serve kind of stuff. So I keep your eyes out right. on the patron group because, um, I don't know. I might just feel generous one day and throw some prints out there because uh, okay, so I'm learning. Questions. I'm learning. Anyways, all right, let's move on. <clears throat> Has anyone else noticed an influx? This is from Lynn. An influx of modeling material from China lately. Personally, I won't intentionally buy anything from there, but have you noticed it? Um, I really haven't. I don't know where I generally I'm... don't read my where the stuff comes from. <laughs> I mean, I probably should, but I couldn't tell you if it comes from China or Pakistan or yeah. know, India or or you know Taiwan or where the same thing. But but I, I don't I I don't look at that. You know, I personally I, I probably should. I probably should. I couldn't tell but, you where the last ten things I bought came from. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't really noticed that. So all I know is it's hard to get craft paint, but I have so much freaking craft paint. 
Maybe if, we'll give some craft paint away as, as, uh, as surprises. <laughs> you, I, no, honestly, I, I, I like so I wasn't. I got some unopened bottles here. Honestly, I wasn't thinking about doing prizes. I was just thinking about like, like randomly, uh, like if I do a print and I'm like, okay, it's good, but I'm learning. I'm just gonna toss yeah. it up on the Facebook group and say like, hey, whatever, first come, first serve. I'll ship it out. Uh, okay. Whatever. Uh, I'm not. I can't do it with all my prints because I'm. You know, I want to print some right. stuff for our layout, but. Um, right. occasionally get an ugly one. I'll throw my <laughs> ugly ones out there. No, no. I mean, I'm learning, so <laughs> I'm learning, and this stuff's cheap. So I just wanna, yeah. I wanna learn and print. Yeah. But whatever. Anyways, that's not even a thing yet. Yeah. Um, that makes it be, uh, next question. All right, Greg, Cass- Greg question? Cassidy. Will you print? Will 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 Brett print 3D toys more for his girls than parts of the layout? Um, probably. <laughs> but it'll probably be. I don't know. My girls were bugging me to print something for them. So uh, I found a cool cube uh, puzzle that looked pretty huh? simple to print. I might just print a couple fun things like that for them. Um, why not? It gets me more. Sure. It gets well, and that the more they don't care if it has contour lines and shit either. So uh, the more uh, I can experiment with <laughs> stuff like that, they won't care. They just be th- yeah. noticing it's cool. Right. Uh, Todd, this is from Ron Piskel for you. How is the historic okay. scratch build coming along? Ah, well, it needs to be drawn first, Ron. Um, so I'm in the process of the drawing. Um, it's something that I'm doing. The project itself is something I'm going to be doing with my wife. Her and I are doing it together. And um, so she's been kind of getting on me about when I'm going to get wrapped up and drawn. I have a couple of the walls drawn now. And then I had to send those drawings out to um, to uh, uh, be uh, to somebody who's going to laser cut. Yeah, we got to get uh, got to get the walls brick. laser cut. They're going to do the brick because there's so, two of these buildings are a lot of brick, and there's some there's some clapboard, but I have clapboard, so I had to I had to have the brick cut and the windows cut and doors cut out of the brick. Uh, you know, to to make it look as real. This person did some stuff for me before, yeah. and it makes it look realistic. He could do good, and nice laser good. cut brick. Right. So, so as soon as that's done, then I can get to the building part of it. But here's something: is um, if I'm doing these two town, these two buildings are from the town of Gettysburg, and they're two famous buildings. However, I have a lot of favorite little buildings in Gettysburg. And there's a lot of them that are made of clapboard, a lot of them made of brick. And I plan on the in the future um, making a whole mess of Gettysburg structures. Yeah. Not 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 for the layout. No, for your own dioramas. For, for my own little shelf dioramas and things. That'll be cool. And I'm going to You should create, try and do them in different I'm scales too. A bunch of HS scale. Well, I'm, yeah, oh. I might do some I may try some different Never scales. Mind. I don't know. But the HO for sure, um, I'm going to do because it, it, they look cool when they're small, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, no, that's and, cool. And no, I, I thought it'd be cool to do uh, – I was thinking scales if you could do some in N scale. Yeah, maybe. Or Z scale. I mean, no, not Z scale. <laughs> but uh, – and maybe not N scale. <laughs> but but uh, I, I do what I know. I want to do what I know. Yeah, you know? I know. And, and I know HO. So I'm going to do HO. But – you know, there's a bunch of historic buildings, and I'd like to get to where I'm going to build them, and I'm going to yeah. save the drawings. And uh, if anybody else ever wants to 
have, build them themselves and they'll be able to do it. But I, I want it's such a unique thing. There's so, there's some really really cool architecture in that town. That's wide and, variety and too. Is, so and, and some of those buildings are very famous and tell a hell of a story. So with the mini diorama, I'm looking at putting them on sections maybe a foot by a foot, you know, and and then just have like a little storyline to them. That'll <laughs> um, tell a little bit like a small two paragraph story that I can maybe put on uh, some kind of piece of, I don't know, so, uh, print it out and put it on uh, some kind of plaque or something with it. So, but what are you doing exactly? I'm taking a picture of your, of your uh, background because it actually looks uh, like the lighting and everything actually looks like you're sitting in like an apartment, <laughs> like a loft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it, you know, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool concept, but I want to try and do some, it's, I want to do some modeling that's not necessarily for our layout always. Right, and, right. And just do it. Just for, for fun. Yeah, to, and to, you know, to represent the historical side of, of things. Of our like area. That, so. Of our area, right, too. Exactly. All yeah. right. Next question and last question from Dazzy J. Talk us through your 3D printing model of printer and what you have learned so far. So we kind of talked about the process of our 3D printing so far because I'm only a day into it. Um, but I got a anticubic photon, which is $169 with shipping included, flat $169. How can you beat that? Um, I, te- I remember when we bought it, when I texted you that night, I was like, Dad, it's $169. Like how, how bad can it be? Uh, I'm like, get it, get it. So you know, and it prints good. And we we before we purchased well, it, before we purchased it, we watched some YouTube reviews, and we watched some YouTube reviews of it, and and like the right. print qualities were good. So I was like, well, well, the worst case scenario is we get it, and it's not the best. Yeah, uh, I talked to um, my buddy Kevin, who is a jeweler uh, who designs jewelry for a profession. He's yeah. very very good, and uh, I talked, I showed him your print today and he said that that he knew all about that printer he said that's an amazing printer for the value and everything and he said that he's well aware of it he has a whole mess of his yeah. own printers yeah they're much higher end obviously but um he said for your first print he said that was amazingly well done for your first print oh well said, thank you <laughs> yeah i'm well, kidding I'm saying. but um yeah i mean so we talked to people that work with these things and uh, and some people like some modelers like James uh, uh, last week, and we talked to um, who recommended to, it to um, us. Right, exactly. And I know that we talked to um, Dave Yale as well about and Dave, yeah, Dave Yale, yeah. Um, so, but yeah. so what I learned so far, though, um, I learned you got to be patient, and I learned that uh, I need to get more isopropyl alcohol to clean stuff, and. Uh, I learned that my kids are now going to be obsessed with it. I just know they're going to be crazy about it. So, and that's about it. I also learned I got to learn how to properly lay out properly Keep it out of their reach. Properly lay out the contour lines of it. So, yeah. but yeah, that's really it. It's out of their reach, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they they can't get to it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's our patron questions for the week. Um, I don't really have us to talk about. Do you? Well, no, I don't really. I think we're going to call it a night. All right. Sounds good. It's a short one. It's a short one. It's a long one. 
Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's an hour. We're good. We had some long ones, <laughs> and we have some short ones. Sometimes you come, sometimes you come up short in life. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, guys. Yeah, that's good. We got. Yeah, that's good. We're good. All righty. Awesome. Well, we're gonna call it an evening. Have a good night. All right. Peace out. Later.